Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for Today. Starting off on a series called the Tough Love Series. It's going to be about some tough subjects, really important subjects that we need to dig into. Today we're starting off with half-empty lamps. Stay tuned, folks. It's important. Okay, folks, I'm back. Thank you for tuning in to another show. It's great to have you folks listening in, tuning in. Thanks for all the communication and everything. Fantastic. Also, thank you for all those who are switching over to YouTube. Remember, we're over on YouTube. Stephen Lewis, Relevance for Today. That's good to see. Get more videos over there. I've got over 200 videos, podcast shows, you name it over there as well. So we're going to jump right in doing some reading and studying and Holy Spirit just laid this series on me and I've been putting it off for a few weeks now and finally realized it was time to step in and get started. So we're going to jump right in. So this one's called Half Empty Lamps. And this is really important. And we all need to know this, especially me. Remember, whenever I'm teaching and, uh, instructing on here in my podcast shows and talking i'm applying these things to my life first remember the old saying one finger pointing at somebody else you got three pointing back at you very important so let's jump right in this is very important something that we all need to focus on right now especially in 2020 and it's the month of november so really important right now Christians have a lot going on. We've got a lot of things going on in the world right now. Things are a little crazy, but this is an important wake-up call. And as you all will remember, in September, we did the prayer time. We did the repentance time. And the reason why this one's so important about half-empty lamps is because it breaks my heart to think about it. But when the Holy Spirit brought to my attention, it It convicted me right off the bat because half-empty lamps meant my lamp wasn't full, I wasn't prepared. There were many that were not prepared, okay? September, we did the repentance, we did the march on Washington, we did all this stuff, getting on our knees and praying, Lord, help us, please. We've got this election coming up, everybody's going to town, praying and all this stuff. But the question is, why, you know, before I even say that, let me go ahead and read this. I'm going to read the passage to you because you got to remember we're in a new season. We're in a season now where it's time to step up to the plate. We have to be prepared. Okay. Like I was saying before, two months before the election, we all started praying. What's wrong with that picture? But just keep in mind, as I'm sharing this today, no matter what I share with you, God's not done yet. God gets the final say. He's not done yet. We don't know what's going to happen yet, January 20th. But you know what? God's still in control. So don't give up. Okay? Continue to pray. Keep praying. It's not over. (laughs) But the question is, what have we learned so far? Have we learned anything from these experiences? And that's what's really important. You know, as we look at Second uh, Chronicles, let's look at Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Okay, many of you remember this because you've been hearing it a lot these past couple months. And it reads, 
If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Wow, that's really important. Powerful, right? Repent, us praying, getting on our hands and knees, praying not only for ourselves, our neighbors, we're praying for the entire United States. You know, even the people that were were hating on the president and so forth, they had no idea we were praying for them as well. So it was really key. But the thing is, we can't wait until things get bad to start obeying this passage. You know what I mean? Why? We can't. It's very important. We can't just go, oh, things are turning bad. If we just pray and repent, Lord, two months from now, will you answer our prayer for us? No, we've got to be. And please don't take offense to this, but take this in love. Like I said, this is the Tough Love series. When I thought about this, it broke my heart. Actually, when I was preaching up north, I actually did share this. I shared it in the second message. And, uh, but it was really important. I preached two services in the second service. I was talking to the people and then the Holy Spirit just opened me up and allowed me to share it. And I was just like, it was heartbreaking thinking about it. You know, we can't wait until things get bad to start obeying this passage. Very important. And remember something I've said this before on many of my shows, we can't use God like an ATM machine where we only need them when we need something, right? Kind of like that, uh, if you folks remember that write-up I did last year, stop using God like toilet paper, stop using God like toilet tissue. We only need them when life gets crappy, right? I'm serious, man. We've got to stay focused. And so I'm going to read to you the passage. So I'm going to read to you the parable of the wise and foolish virgins. Matthew 25, 1 through 13. So here it is. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed... They all slumbered and slept. Okay? And at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you. But go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Man, you know, just reading that passage of Scripture, it just saddens you. You just think about that. Can you imagine not being prepared on that day when the Lord calls us home 
and you're standing before the Lord on the judgment day, Lord, hey, how you doing, Lord? He goes, sorry, I'm sorry, Stephen, I, I don't know you, you know? Well, the same thing in this case, right? We knew the election was coming up. We know tragedy and things like that are coming up, or we knew there's time to vote and all that was coming up and there was probably gonna be some problems, we knew it for four years because this has been dragging on forever. But what did we forget to do? We forgot to get on our knees and repent from the get-go. We should have been doing this three years ago, people. Think about it. We should have been doing this three years ago. We should have had our lamps filled with oil. We should have been ready to rock and roll. So when that day came, we would have been praying even harder we have already covered a lot of prayer situations. You understand what I'm saying? Don't wait until things get drastic and then go, we better repent. Hey, at least we all prayed, yes. Don't feel guilty if this was you because this was me. I participated in the prayer meeting. It was amazing. We had a wonderful time. We prayed, we repented. But at the same time, we should have been doing this all along. We need to be prepared at all times. You know what I mean? Like I said, we've known about it. Why did we wait until a few months before that date to do that prayer meeting, to do those prayer meetings? You know, it's hard to share this, but like I said, this also includes me. This is important. We cannot wait around. We must stay focused. We need to pray and fast and read the word. So remember, Peter, James, and John were with Jesus. They went on the high mountain. Remember the story about the transfiguration of Jesus where he met with Moses and Elijah. So while they were up there, the other disciples were sent out to go and minister to people, heal the sick and the afflicted, and so forth. So when Jesus and the three came down and joined up with the rest of the disciples, it was the point where they were unable to heal the child. Remember the man that came to Jesus. We're going to read that passage. So Matthew 17, 14 through 21. Matthew 17, 14 through 21. And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely. For he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So Jesus healed the boy. Keep in mind, Jesus was prayed up. I brought this up before in a podcast previously about how Jesus prayed, he fasted, he prayed, he went and took time out with the Father. And it's, it's documented in all four Gospels. Jesus took the time out to pray. How often do we take the time out to pray and be with the Father? It's really important. 
So Jesus was prayed up, whereas the disciples weren't. Obviously, they weren't because they could not do what they needed to do. We need to be prayed up. We should be ready. Barrels loaded. Hey, in the name of Jesus, boom, I've been praying. The Lord knows my voice. We know his voice. You know what I mean? We have to stop looking at just the ministry folks, you know, stop looking at the fivefold ministry and saying, hey, listen, you know what? We'd pray for our nation, but that's the pastors and teachers and the evangelists. That's all their job. You know, the leaders are supposed to do that. No, we're all called. We're all royal priesthood. We're all supposed to be praying. We're all supposed to be getting out there and getting on our hands and knees and spreading the good news and sharing the love of Jesus Christ and so forth. So we need to remember that. Don't just look at the leaders and say, okay, well, it's their responsibility. We'll just chill out. No, we all need to be praying. We all need to be praying. Pray fast, study your word. It's so important. And so I want to make sure I bat this home for you. So here's the deal. If you really think about it, now take a look at the situation. If you really think about it, we waited to the last minute. Let's be honest. I guess the best way to say it is we procrastinated, right? The body of Christ, including Stephen Lewis, first and foremost, procrastinated. We saw these things coming. I'm, uh, there's a men's group that I'm a part of. And I haven't been in a while, but when we were meeting together before COVID, we were talking about God's going to show the church something this year. There's something coming. I don't know what it is. The body of Christ needs to be prepared. The church needs to be prepared. Church needs to change. Things are going to be different. I don't know what it is about 2020, but it's the year of vision. God's going to show us some things that's going to wake up the body of Christ. We were needing, and I, and I, had this vision and I told the guys, I said, what I keep seeing is God reaching his hands down and grabbing the turf, grabbing pieces of the ground in his hands, lifting it up like a big rug and shaking it and shaking the dust out from underneath the body of Christ, including Stephen Lewis. Remember, as I'm saying this to you, as you're listening to this, don't get offended. Think about this personally, privately in your own life. If this doesn't affect you, praise God. If you think someone else needs to hear it, please share it with them. But we knew something was coming. We just didn't know what. When we prayed, we prayed for our nation. We prayed for the schools because of how the schools were changing and how things were creeping into the school system and how the world was starting to raise our children. There was so many different things that were going on. And so the year 2020 we had heard it's going to be the year of vision, but we didn't know what the vision was going to be. We had no idea 2020 vision was going to be our eyes being completely opened up wide to see everything that the enemy's up to and what he's doing. And I tell you, when your eyes have been opened, it can get a little scary, but greater is he that is in us than he's in the world. So, you know, Jesus is on the throne. I have the Holy Spirit within me. We're going to roll forward. We're going to stay in the word of God. We're going to pray for our nation. We're going to pray for our neighbor. I don't care who you are. I'm praying for you, period. No judgment here. Don't have time for that. That's God's job. I wasn't put on this earth to be a judge. I was put on this earth to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Thank God 
God sent his son down for me, for you, listening to this right now. So this is very important. Do not procrastinate any longer. What have we learned from all this? Right now, where everything's still up in the air, we don't know what's going on till January 20th, and then we still might not know what's going on. But guess who knows what's going on? Jesus Christ. God knows. Father, Son, Holy Spirit knows what's going on. Focus on the Lord and forget all this other garbage. Focus on the Lord. Focus on the Word of God, right? Focus on that Word. Get in your Word, folks. Don't get sucked in by the news, multimedia, everything else going on. Don't get sucked into that. Get sucked into the Word of God. Very important message, folks. I'm going to say it again. No more procrastinating. That's this guy right here, first and foremost. No more procrastinating. In the name of Jesus, when we sense something in the Spirit, pray about it immediately. Let's not wait till two months before a big event to start repenting. And Lord, please forgive us. Help us, help us, help us. We knew all along we were going downhill. We knew this all along. We were going downhill, the body of Christ, we were all sleeping, okay? I know I've been on her podcast again, sharing a lot of these things already. I've been awakened for a long time, but at the same time, there's more that I could have been doing. And that's why I'm doing what I can now. But I need to share these tough messages as well. That's why it's entitled the Tough Love Series, because it needs to be shared. This is very important. We need to wake up. We need to pull the pillows from our head and put the Bible in our hands and start reading it and truly believing what it says and stop waiting till the last minute to use God as an ATM machine to say, hey, I need you now, I need you now, but I don't need you right at the moment. But hey, wait a minute, something's coming up terrible, I need you again. Lord, we need you now. Please forgive us for our disobedience. Please forgive us for procrastinating and sitting when we should have been standing and stepping up. So that's what I want to share with you folks today. Let's not wait until the last minute any longer. Let's get trained up, prayed up, and ready. 2020 eyes opened and awakened. All right, let's go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, just thank you for this opportunity to share this message. I thank you for giving me the boldness and the strength to even share it without worrying about what people are going to think. Sharing this out of love, and I thank you for that. I pray for all those listening and watching that it opens up their ears, their eyes, their spirit, man. That they'll be awoken to the fact that we cannot procrastinate any longer. We need to step up to the plate, be who you've called us to be. Lord, we pray for our nation. We pray for our leaders. We pray for godly men and women to rise up around this country. Lord, use me. Use the voices of all those out there who didn't know they had a voice to reach people right where they're at, to encourage and strengthen each and every individual. And Lord, we pray for the lost and the hurting and the suffering, that they'll come to know you in the greater way as their Savior and Lord, and also that they'll have food on their table, clothes on their back, roofs over their head, Lord, we do not take for granted anything that we have. And we just thank you for all these things. Bless each and every individual out there listening to the sound of my voice and watching this video. Thank you so much for all that you've given me to be able to do what I do, Lord, to reach people around the world. 
Thank you for all these things in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. There you have it, folks. Boy, I tell you what, I'm, I'm ready to do another one. I'm ready. It's time. It's time. It's time. Folks, pray for the folks in the Philippines, the typhoon and everything with all the floods over there. If you know of any other countries where they're going through crazy things, if they're going through some disasters, put it in the comments section. Let us know. I can get the message out and we can be praying for folks. Remember also, folks, get on over to YouTube and get subscribed. Also hit the bell. I'll leave that all down here at the bottom down here. When you hit the bell, whenever I put a new post up, it'll automatically let you know. Don't forget to get over to www.relevance for today where all our information is, all the podcasts. I've also have writings over there in the blog and so forth. We just want to reach people right where they're at for free and be a blessing because that's what it's all about, showing you the love of Jesus Christ and being a light in this world. Hey, with that being said, thanks for tuning in. Love you all. God bless. Take care of yourselves. Peace.